Oh, stop. I'm doing good. That's good. All right, good. Let's, yeah. Yeah, so let's go on the Dynamite Rampage review. All right, so you want me to start with the, with the first match? All right, so the first match is Dustin Rose versus CM Punk. Uh, what, are, what, are, what are your thoughts about that match? My thoughts on the match was a pretty good, good match. It was a tribute to Bret Hart. You see him pulling some moves similar to Bret Hart. That's the wrong showing his stuff that he's still a legend. Anyway, like Dustin put up a big match. He was like the veteran. CM Punk was the, the, young, the young veteran. CM Punk hit the GTS for the win. We did see a moment when Dustin hit the crossroads into the, into the Canadian Destroyer. He did, yes. Yeah. It was, was a pretty good match, uh, I, I would say. Uh, yeah. Like, uh, like I said before, this this is the type of match I really like, and it delivered. Uh, Dustin Rhodes showed that he's not like just an old man who could actually wrestle, you know. And yeah. CM Punk, you know, obviously, CM Punk is always gonna be a fan favorite. Plus, he's a really good wrestler, you know. Yeah. And, and it was really great, and the callbacks to Bret Hart was pretty good too. And mm-hmm. I really thought this was a really great match to start off Dynamo. Yeah. Mhm. So what was the next match? I gotta, I gotta pull up the next one. The next one was a trios match: Blackpool, Blackpool Combat Club, American Dragon, Brian Danielson, John Moxley, and Ring of Honor Pure Champion Willie Yuta went against Dante Martin, Lee Moriarty, and Brock Anderson with his father, the enforcer Aaron Anderson. Yeah. A collection of you know random guys going against Blackpool uh, Combat Club. What do you think about this? Well, let's see what I think of the match. It was, it was a pretty good match. It was basically it was showing up black, cool club, combat club, his potential. You saw really Utah potential and stuff. Yeah, uh, I, 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 I really I like this match. You know, obviously any match with the Brian Danielson and John Mox is gonna be a good match. I really like uh, Brock Anderson and. Lee Moriarty. Dante Martin is cool too, just that, you know, Dante Martin is cool. Uh, and I think that, you know, it was a, it was a good match. It was made to, to put William Yuta over a lot more than what he has been. And it was, it was, it was a good match for what it was going to be, you know? Yeah, it was pretty much. Alright. So then, in terms of you know, there was a backstage uh, promo with Brandon Cutler, the Bucks, Red Dragon, and Adam Cole. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if we want to uh, go through that, but the real important part of this is that Adam Cole left that you know promo segment uh, with the, the elite to to go attend to other services, and that was for what had happened in the next segment was that was for what happened in the next segment uh, where Tony Khan came out to address the public. About the big and huge announcements that that they had uh, to announce, and the announcement was uh, that he was going to have a partnership with New Japan, an official partnership with New Japan, and an official show uh, merging, you know, New Japan uh, 
talents with AEW talents and having them go against each other. What are your thoughts about this really big fan service news? It was a huge news. It's a huge news for AEW in New Japan. This solidifies their relationship together in a partnership. And honestly, I like the New Japan AEW partnership way better than Impact and New Japan partnership. I think nobody would ever say that Impact, the Impact partnership was would be better than this New Japan partnership. It's already better, and New Japan hasn't even done much with this partnership. <laughs> but, uh, well, okay, I guess this is the part where we kind of like say like what are we what do we really want to see through uh with this partnership with this forbidden door you know show what what are the matches that you're kind of like waiting to see uh happen uh this day oh yeah day? I, I do want to see i want to see like okada versus cm punk or okada versus brian dennis here one i i also want to see let's see like imagine adam Cole like tv with Jay White versus Zucha Okada and Kenny Omega in a huge tag team match. That'd be pretty, pretty yeah. huge. Yeah, I I would say yeah. I think a CM Punk Okada match would pretty, be pretty big. Yeah, uh, I'd, I'd probably prefer an Okada Omega if that's possible. If that's not possible, then Omega CM Punk is just as big, you know. Um, yeah, I would want to see a Brian Danielson versus Zack Sabre Jr. Yeah. Uh, Things like that, you know. Other than that, like this, probably, probably, it's most probably going to be like very top heavy, very like the main events are going to be very, 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 like deserving of these main event spots. And then there's probably going to be tag team matches uh, in the beginning uh, matches, but that's fine. It's just to get people to get uh, participating in these in these types of shows. We we're going to see a whole bunch of people go against people that we didn't think was going to be possible you know so i think this is this is a good thing and and obviously a great prospect for what is to come in june no so is that it with this huge announcement do you want to say more about it that's about to say okay uh so next was the butcher versus Wardlow, and i said this was going to be a meat slapping fight and it was what do you think about it Warlow got the win. It was a big match. We saw some Warlow moments. We saw the Butcher being the Butcher. We had some MJF commentary. We had Sean Spears commentating. Warpig, etc. It was a pretty good segment match. Yeah. Um, so I think the, the most important thing about this is that, you know, MJF and Sean, or I don't, I forget who was in. in in commentary here, if it was MJF, then it was MJF. If it wasn't MJF, then it was Sean Spears. But whoever, I don't think anybody was in uh, commentary. Actually, just the commentary itself, Jim Ross, Tony Schiavone, and Xavier Everett. They uh, made sure to like kind of hone in the fact that uh, the Butcher wasn't there to necessarily beat Wardlow. They, they he just wanted to weaken Wardlow for MJF and Sean Spears. Yeah. His whole thing is to, you know, to beat him up, you know, to to make him weaker, and, and that's I think that's what this match did obviously the butcher fell victim to the the whatever suplex symphony yeah or not suplex but uh the something i forget the thing symphony and it was what it had to be and i think we're, we're getting 
close to the time where we want to we want to see at least a Sean Spears world no match which I as being a Sean Spears fan I I, I want to I want to see like an actual proper match between Wardlow and Sean Spears but uh, we want to take the next step towards that MGF uh, Wardlow match yeah mm-hmm. alright so next uh, was an Owen Hart Foundation men's tournament qualifying match and that was the tag team champion Jungle Boy going against Kyle O'Reilly and they went at it and this was a great match what do you think bud? it was a great match it was, it was well put together Kyle O'Reilly got the win it was a good technical match two match oh. like one from one's from NXT one's from homegrown AEW the, the homegrown AEW is Jungle Boy and and the Korean NXT star is Kyle O'Reilly. And yeah, Kyle O'Reilly got the win. That's all. I just feel elite. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, I was I was very surprised about the finish of this match. Kyle O'Reilly ended up winning this match. And I was thinking that, okay, Kyle O'Reilly usually, or at least not usually, NAW has only been presented as a as a tag team competitor, you know, uh, Jungle Boy hasn't. He's he's the guy that uh, AW really has their hopes on uh, pushing in in the future as a singles competitor. Hopefully, as a future AW World Champion. And it, it kind of surprised me to 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 see that Kyle O'Reilly got this win. I was really ready to to see Jungle Boy uh, go far in this tournament. But I guess the, this story with the New Japan partnership and the Bullet Club being the whole thing and and Adam Cole saying that that basically a guarantee being uh, that a, a undisputed elite member is going to win this tournament, and I think that might be true now that I see Kyle O'Reilly advancing over Jungle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, who like just an early prediction? Who do you see winning uh, the the actual tournament itself uh, now? Like a couple matches in. Let's see. Well, next week we got the FTR versus like, like Dan Harwood, like Harwood versus like versus Wheeler, yes, yes. So who do you who do you see winning the whole thing, winning the tournament? I'm mostly gonna see like Adam Cole win the whole thing. You think so? I think yeah. Adam. I think Adam Cole is a is a good, you know, prediction. I think. Adam Cole himself said that, and maybe he gets screwed out of it. But that's 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 predicting things that haven't even happened yet, haven't even been set up there yet. But if I, my guy was Jungle Boy, so so I gotta gotta find someone else now because he's out of there. Yeah. So yeah. So we should go to the next one, and the next one was uh, the actual match. The next match was Hook's Dynamite debut. With Hook going against Anthony Henry, and what are your, what are your thoughts about Hook making his Dynamite debut uh, last or on Wednesday? My thoughts is that Hook did a uh, Hook did an impressive debut. Like he destroyed his opponent in like three to five minutes. It was a pretty good debut. It showed Hook that he's a dangerous competitor and it should be feared. And I see him feuding with Keith Lee. 
or anyone else. I'm thinking of Hubert Keefley or or Strickland. Swerve Strickland. Keefley or Strickland? Yeah. Well, so I, I really like the match. I think Hook has always been protected. And it's obvious that AW really wants this guy to to succeed in the promotion. And, you know, this guy has a lot of good things with about him. But uh, during the match, I think Tony Nese was highlighting in the crowd. And a Tony Nese Hook match wouldn't be bad. You know, I think I would really, really enjoy a match between Hook versus Tony Nese. And obviously, the post match this Hook uh, match was. Uh, was Dan Housey coming out of, from below the ring and kind of trying to curse him again, not being able to. And, you know, obviously that feud is you know, continuing between Hook and Dan Housey. But I guess I'm going to ask you now, what are your, you know, general thoughts about Dan Housey? Dan Housey, to me, is a, is a great comedy character. He plays well to the, to the crowd. He does crazy, silly and crazy things. Uh, he's quite popular on Twitter and social media. He can play to the crowd. He's, he's known for his curses. He's like a, an actual character you could play around with in AEW. Yeah, yeah. And do you see his dynamite, uh, not dynamite necessarily, but do you see his wrestling debut being against Hook himself? Yeah, possibly. It's a possible chance. Yeah. And what are we, I mean, I guess my thoughts about that is that I don't, I don't know if Hook being you know, associated with Dan House and going against Dan House is the best idea. But I mean, I guess we'll see where this goes, you know, because obviously AW are good with uh, young talents and putting them over, but hopefully uh, they don't mess up Hook as a as an or as the aura that he has right now, you know. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. So next, and this was the. This. Next is this TNT champion Spanish guy somewhere came out to the ring with Ty Conti and he cut a promo saying basically I don't know if he necessarily turned heel or if he's still babyface. I think he's still like kind of like in between the middle because he really likes the people that are you know supporting him but he hates the haters so I guess he's a heel to the haters and a babyface to the people that love him. Uh, what, are you, what, are you, what are your thoughts about these uh, this promo segment well, the segment was was okay it was good it was to to highlight Sam Garvara as a heel it was to highlight it and they did a good job with we had like Scorpio Sky and it was like Kaz like Kazarian mm-hmm. and and it will like we got next week's ladder match for the TNT Championship and also a future ma- mixed tag match between Scorpio Sky Page and and Scott McAvara and Ty Conti. Yep, that would make all, sense. All in all, it's, it's going to be a good segment. All in all, that next tag will be a good match, and next week's ladder match will be amazing. So you you think the Sammy Guevara is already a heel? Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know if I would go that far, but I think that he is going to eventually be a complete heel. If he doesn't, then everybody's gonna keep continue hating him anyway <laughs> yeah but uh but uh i guess what was my answer what is my oh i got a question here do you, do you think that aw is trying to delete what cody rose has has done in aw 
And I say this just because of this. So Cody Rose on his way out, he had a great ladder match against Sammy Guevara. Uh, received five stars from Dave Meltzer's Wrestling Observer. And now he's going to have, well, now Sammy Guevara is going to have another ladder match against Scorpio Sky for the TNT Championship. In AW's eyes, I'm thinking maybe uh, they they want to like make it better than this Cody Rose versus Sammy Guevara match. And also another thing that makes me believe that they're trying to like cover what Cody Rose has done for the TNT Championship also is because right away, once Cody Rose left and showed up in WWE, they gave Sammy Guevara the third uh, TNT Championship, which is, was an accomplishment that Cody Rose had had done uh, for the TNT Championship as being only the three-time champion. Do you think that's a that's a thing, or am I just overthinking this? That's the possible to be thinking, but there's a possible chance maybe Cody Khan's try to write, write out Cody out of history. Well, either way, we're going to have a good ladder match next week. So I, I think it's going to be very unbelievable, yes. Yes. Okay, so, and then I believe this was the main event. Oh, no, this is the sec- second match before the main event. This is the hometown girl, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, versus Daniel Camela um, in a squash match, basically, for the Own Heart Foundation Women's Tournament qualifier match. And it was what it had to be. She cut a promo afterwards, and she was... Pretty spicy after that promo, was she not? Alright, well, my, my opinion is that Britt Brit is not that damaged. She's still good. She managed to bring herself back from, from that promo in that victory and could have been in the women's, women's Owen Cup. So basically, yeah, so I hope that they add Serena Deeper to the women's Owen Cup tournament thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think Serena Deeb would be a good shot to like win the whole thing because of how how similar she is to like her wrestling style is to uh, I guess the heart style in general. And this Britt Baker match was what it had to be. The promo, I think, the promo was kind of a shoot promo. At least that's just how I viewed it. It was kind of a shoot promo towards the women's division. How you know, really, the women's division in order to be good, she, she has to be there. And I, I don't think she's all that wrong. I think Thunderosa isn't that great. And this is my personal opinion. I don't think Thunderosa is all that great. Uh, and obviously, Britt Baker believes that her as champion is a more fitting, you know, position. But, but you know, this is a good first match after losing that championship uh, title. So, yeah, yeah, that's good. That's good. And I guess the, the question I have here for you is... Who do you think is a possibility to win this Owen Hart uh, Cup other than certain ideas I would say? Hmm? Oh, uh, I don't know. What are you talking about again? Uh, the Owen Hart uh, Foundation Women's Tournament Qualifying. Uh, the, match, the tournament itself, like, who do you think is going to win the whole thing, other than Serena Deeb, as we've said already? Uh, I'm going to go with um, like Britt Baker, because they're signing her up for a rematch against Thunder Rosa. Mm. That, that'd, be, that'd be cool. I mean, it's already a rivalry. It'll probably be hot. And, uh, the crowd probably wants that again. Mm-hmm. 
I say either Serena Deeb or or what's her name? The girl that's with Britt Baker. What's her name? Uh, I forgot her name, but but the the one that's feuding with Tony Storm right now. Oh yeah, it's Jamie Hader. Jamie Hader, there you go. Jamie Hader. I think Jamie Hader might have a possibility to win this whole thing, but that's just a outside guess. All right, so moving on. Now the main event. It's a coffin match. Darby Allen versus Andrade Lidolo. And this was an unbelievable coffin match. It was it was great. You know, obviously a coffin match is always going to be great. And what do you what do you what do you think about this match? Well, let's see. The match was great. It was like a it was an aggressive coffin match. Darby Allen got the win. We saw some moments from Andrade Lidolo's assistant. We saw a stink dive. It was fantastic. It was a fantastic main event. Darby Allen got got big with the win. And yeah, probably ended the feud. Yeah, hopefully it is. <laughs> it's been going on for a while now. But uh, yeah, it was it was a pretty good match and it was a good way to end Dynamite. And now we should go to Rampage, shall we not? Yeah, Rampage. Okay, let me just pull that up real quick. See what's what happened to Rampage. Alright. I got it. Right here. All right, so here this uh, this rampage started off with Adam Cole versus Tomoe Hero Ishii, um, a match that everybody wanted, everybody was excited for, and this is also a match uh, for a, for a qualifier for the Own Heart Tournament. What, what were your thoughts about this Tomoe Hero Ishii versus Adam Cole match? Uh, what again? The Tomoe Hero Ishii versus Adam Cole match. What 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 did you think about it? Oh, when I think about like it was a great hard-hitting match. We saw some of the, some of the, on the strong style of Toshi, Tonohoshi, Shishi, and and Cole. We saw Cole win the match with a low blow. And, and but anyway, the match was a really good, good match. It was well put together. It was, it was well put together. Yeah. Oh, were you done? I'm sorry. Uh huh. Okay, so. It, it was well put together. I mean, I'm not the type of guy that that really like is clamoring for these type of matches for like Ishii, but everybody seems to like Ishii, and you know they liked Ishii in this match uh, versus Anko. Uh It was what it had to be. It was a normal match, you know, and 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 Adamko got the win as he should have. So now Adam Cole joins Kyle O'Reilly uh, in the search for for the win in the tournament. And then next, okay, I think, I think next was Lance Archer versus Serpentico. Yep. And I don't think we got to say much about this one, right? Yeah, it's not to say much. It was it was a squash match. Archer got the victory. It was to get Archer over as he faced Warlow next week. Yeah. So Warlow's still gonna go over next week on on Lance Archer. It'll further the feud between NJF and Warlow. Yes, yes, yeah. he should get the get the win, and Lance Archer is not gonna lose anything from losing to Wardlow because two again two beefy men. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. All right. So next was uh, Daniel Garcia versus Eddie Kingston, and that was that was a hard hitting match, uh, and it was it was great. Uh, what do you what do you think about? It? 
And and, uh, it was a great match. It was hard hitting. Eddie Kingston got the victory. Danny Garcia was went over. It was pretty hard hitting. We had Samoans from Garcia. We had Moans from Kingston. It was it was a pretty good match. Kingston got the win in the end. In the first feud between Kingston and Jericho. Yeah. Yeah. It is what it was supposed to be. It was, I think, getting Kingston won, and then and we move on so that, you know, hopefully we get to that Eddie Kingston Chris Jericho match sooner rather than later. And then the main event, the main event was Jade Cargo versus Marina Shafir. I really like Marina Shafir. I think people overreacted the first time we saw her in, in Dynamite. But she showed what she could do. Obviously, she didn't get the win, but. Uh, this was a was a good match. Did Cargo got the win? What are, your, what are your thoughts? It was a great, good women's match. Like Jay Cargill got the win. She was pretty over. Like Marisha put a great effort. She's not that bad. You know, she was trained in NXT. She still she still shows some good still skills. And Jay Cargill like low key carried into the fact through the match. Regardless, it was still a great women's match. I don't know why people complain on the weekend. Like, this weekend, like, people on Twitter complaining that Che Gargill, that AEW don't care about their women's division. Right. Right. The, the thing about Marina Shafir is that other than being from NXT, she, she, she was in UFC before, you know? So she could probably legit beat Jade Cargill's ass if she wanted to. But, you know, uh, obviously that's why Jade Cargill had to, uh, like, resort to outside interference and in, and in, in, you know outside the ring and you know using her bad baddie section or whatever but you know it was a it was a good match when Shafir has a future in AW I think and, yeah. and, oh. and oh. okay and yeah I think that's what I think. Yeah. Alright that that's rampage for yeah, and then what else do we, we got to discuss right now? Let's see. One thing we to discuss, uh, like, Jonathan Gresham being pulled from Rebellion. Like, it was about, like, he had suffered a concussion from last week's Battle of the Belts against, against Dalton Castle. As a result, he was, like, pulled out from Rebellion pay-per-view. Okay. Okay, I could see, I could see. Uh, that's very, very bad for Impact because... Uh, obviously, Jonathan Grisham is a, a great talent now, especially now that that he's an AW ROH guy. Yeah. But uh, you know, things happen. Obviously, if it's a concussion, hopefully he gets well soon and he could defend that Ring of Honor championship soon. Yeah. All right. Um. So, WWE. Yeah. Let's see. Let's say something about WWE. Okay. Um, Cody Rose, have you seen anything about uh, Cody Rose and WWE last this past week? Like what what happened around? Mm, I don't know what happened. I just I just I just turned out of WWE. Oh, WWE. Yeah. Well, uh, I think what happened last last week in Raw. It's been a week now, so like I forget forget really what what really happened. But uh, I think. He had a. Was this the week where he had the match with the Miz, or is that before? Uh, it was not this week. It was the week before. Like 
This week he had a match with Kevin Owens. That's right. Oh yeah, so he had a match with Kevin Owens in the main event, and it went to a. Uh, a he got counted out. Kevin Owens got counted out. So Cody Rose still got the win, but Kevin Owens got counted out because Seth Rollins came out mid-match, you know, towards the end of the of the episode, and and Seth Rollins called him a fat guy or whatever, a fat fat dude, you know. Yeah. So he called him fat, and he just left the building, and he got counted out, and Cody Rose got the win. Yeah. Well, what are, what are your thoughts about that? Well, I, they did this way to protect Cody from losing, but. But at least they use that count of victories. But it's still, it's still. I'm hoping Vince doesn't mess with Cody because I'm hoping. But we all know with WWE, they know to mess up talent in the past. So let's not. Let's. I just want to pray that Cody does have just finally win the WWE champion and not get trashed by Vince McMahon or get lied to. Right. Right. Yeah, I think I think uh, a ten a ten second counter isn't too bad. At least the first one, so hopefully it's the only one or like the one of a few. I think fans have to get like sort of accustomed to sometimes getting a ten second counter, and we've seen that in AEW uh, that they've used resorted to using uh, countouts and DQs of that nature sometimes. Hopefully, yeah. Cody Rose doesn't isn't a part of many because yeah. Yeah. we we obviously we have faith in Cody Rose and hopefully he gets the title without getting scratched or anything yeah okay mm-hmm. uh, okay so in Smackdown I, I've seen a lot of people on Twitter in Smackdown at least uh, uh, com- not complaining but like being confused of why they haven't seen uh, or why they haven't been told who's Roman Reigns' next opponent. So I guess I'm asking you now this. Who do you think is Roman Reigns' next opponent uh, to challenge for his uh, undisputed Universal WWE title? Well, basically, it's going to be Drew McIntyre because it was a spoiler from next week's SmackDown table that Drew McIntyre is going to feel with Roman for the title. Right, right. So, yeah, I, I, I know this, but I guess <laughs> we know now. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, so I, I think Drew McIntyre is a viable champ, uh, viable you know potential champion. I don't think he's gonna win it off him or anything, but I think that match is gonna be great. Like any other defense that Roman Reigns has or any other match that Drew McIntyre has, I think uh, it's good. It's not the ideal situation to get to there, get there, you know. But uh, I, I'm excited for the match. Okay. Yeah. Right. Alright, but Yeah, that's about it. Is that it? Yeah, that's about it. Alright, so uh, do the outro or whatever. Alright. Alright, thank you all everyone for our Augusta Ollie podcast. I'll see y'all next week. See you. Have a great Saturday and this is Augusta Ollie with my, my, my partner Cody Rose Tattoo. And we'll see all y'all later. Goodbye, everyone. Bye. Bye.